So for today's agenda, it's going to be a simple show today. Just we're doing a spoiler review for Prey. Uh, we're going to be doing that, which is the prequel to the Predator movie. Uh, and, uh, added another film into the Predator franchise. And we're going to take a look back at uh, Predator 1987. Uh, do a retro review of that. Um, but Ganja is on here for Prey. Um, I gave my thoughts on it uh, Friday when we did a review of that with Hunter uh, you know, we did a little bit of review, but it wasn't a spoiler review. Uh, so I'm going to be letting chill and, uh, also Ganja kind of give mainly give their thoughts on the movie, what they thought. Uh, and you guys can go into spoiler territory, uh, all you want with the movie. So, uh, with Prey, like I said, it is a prequel to the Predator franchise, 300 years in the past. Uh, this is, in this Predator movie, you have them focusing on, uh, indigenous group of people. Uh, the Kamachu uh, tribe is, I believe, the name of them. And then you're following a leader, uh, well, not a leader, but a, a main character by the name of Naru, uh, who's played by Amber Midthunder. Uh, Amber Midthunder, who people might recognize from the show Legion, which came on FX, the X-Men show. Um, and in this film, you have her trying to learn to be a hunter. Um, you know, obviously this being as far in the past it is, women not looked at as being respected as they are um, in the position just being looked at to basically just cook and clean and things like that. But she believes she has a natural skill set to be a very phenomenal hunter and tracker. Um, and that kind of puts her into the crosshairs of the predator in this film. Um, so I'm going to let you guys kind of take it away and give, kind of give your thoughts on it. Uh, first up, Ganja, what are you thinking? Well, uh, first impression right off the bat, when I heard about this movie coming out, I, honestly, I was like, great. Another, uh, Lone Ranger this time with the Predator. Can't wait to see this one and how, uh, they're going to really butcher all the things of the different Native American cultures. Uh, this one specifically is, you got close to where it's the Comanches. You got close, but they're called the Comanches, and uh, they're a Western Plains Indians, so more more out towards uh, Colorado, the Dakotas, uh, towards that part of the way, towards the Rockies. And to see them actually base it around this time is pretty interesting because one of the things about significant about this era is it's really at the beginning of discovery, I've noticed. Uh, there's no sense of America at this time. There's no, uh, there's no real big cities, and it looks like from a, a lot of the different character interactions that happen with the... Uh, the colonizers when they show up because yes they're in the movie of course you know you can't talk about america in 1716 and not talk about the white folks that were walking around at the time and it, it really shows that this film is kind of really taking a really interesting look at what was going on at a time that people don't talk about uh in particularly like when you would do encounter the uh the caucasian group they're uh it looks like they're french fur traders yeah, so yeah. this 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 is really early in the the history of America to the point that that might be even like one of the first expeditions out west to try to figure out what was going on in Louisiana territory at the time. So I'm I'm very interested that the film took this uh, direction, but seeing how it all played out, I'm very glad that they did because it was such a like perfect little middle ground between like you know the the age of colonization as we think it with America, Boston, all these major cities on the East Coast and all these frontier towns on the West, this is really at the, the beginning of that phase where you don't have all that, and you are out in the wilderness, so you do have to survive on it, and there's no 
massive trade networks either through the indigenous communities, the French or the Spanish or any other community that happens to be now out settled on the frontiers. So to see them choose this, it really gives a sense of isolation, especially when the hunters go out and actually go engage with the wildlife. Uh, the way they introduced the, the predator, I thought was one is showed what the predators are about. Uh, I don't want to take it too far, but uh, in terms of me taking over the, uh, over the explanation of the movie, I want you to take over after this show. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that I really liked about this was the escalation the Predator did. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but once it identified that the the snake was a Predator, was a prey, uh, not a Predator, itself, he went after the snake. Then he after went after the coyote when he attacked him. And so on and so forth. So it was like he was trying to learn what the strongest animal on this planet was and challenge it while leaving the more lesser creatures alone. Uh, for example, he saves a rabbit twice in this movie. The rabbits are a kiss of death in this fucking movie. There ain't no lucky feet. If you are human, avoid those fuckers. Yeah, that's true. Because fucking, um, cause what I've noticed just from watching the the older ones and shit today, uh, that he did he did do that, and um, he he kind of stayed in the distance a lot, a little bit more. Like like if you if you remember like Predator Two or the other Predators. You know, even the one with uh, uh, Schwarzenegger, like the first one or whatever, you know, he was he was he was a little bit hesitant. He kept his distance, but he kept his distance when he wanted to attack. And it felt like with this one, he wasn't quick to attack uh, humans, also than he was to attack animals and shit. Which I don't know for some reason that made like a lot of sense to me. That bet did fuck his ass up though. I want <laughs> that bet was giving his ass some go. Oh, uh, uh, when he when that bear did that twist and pull that I seen him do on Discovery, I was like, "Oh shit, movie might be over." But when his ass got up, he got up and he just fucking hit his ass with the motherfucking left <laughs> like this. He broke his motherfucking well, not the left, but the right. Oh man, that shit was hard. That shit was tough. And uh, but uh, the thing of it is too that they yeah that they that they they never established like. When are we gonna see like what are the difference in a lot of these fucking predators? Because all these predators in these predator movies are looking different. So I don't know about that. Can one of y'all explain that? Um, hmm. I'm not really too deep into predator lore, but are do are they similar to the aliens and when they uh they adopt different facial features for the different planets or host creature or horse creatures there? Um so uh I've been talking with somebody, um uh, on Twitter, um, name is MJ. Uh, they've been doing like some deep diving on the mythology uh, in the movie with the Predator and everything like that. Um, so she was saying that the Prey movie uses indigenous mythology to explain the Predator. So like the Predator ship entering the Earth's atmosphere, uh, atmosphere was seen as Thunderbird, a, a mythological creature of Native American mythology when the when the bird flapped its wings, it made the sound of thunder. Uh, the predator's mask, uh, and this also takes on animal skull appearance, making it look like Wendigo of Ind uh, indigenous American mythology. The W is often depicted uh, as having a deer skull through uh, descriptions vary. What do you think about that, Ganja, at all? Like the, the predator with the mask and maybe the opening of the movie was taking in more indigenous mythology since this movie does revolve around... Glad it did that because it kind of makes it like a uh, a myth or a story being told to you about mm -hmm. this tribe's encounter with this creature. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that humans love to do, especially when you learn about history, uh, Google what the uh, Europeans thought a lion looked like before they actually knew what it looked like. It's amazing the things they came up with. So, <laughs> the so like the idea that in their stories they would make this creature more monstrous than what it actually is, especially if you never encounter something like this. I understand like why it would take the different aesthetics and be more monstrous than we've seen other predators. So if it was a creator choice in that regard to really base itself around the environment of the the story that was being told, I, I think it adds to the movie because one of the things that I liked about it was it was embracing a lot of either the history that was going on at the time or the culture of the indigenous community in that area. So to hear that that it was one of those it's uh it's supposed to be based off one of the mythical creatures in different indigenous lores. And to have it be a hodgepodge of those different things really kind of shows to the similarities in those lores because Wendigos are known to hunt humans. Uh, funny enough, they're known to skin humans as well. And so it, it's good that they actually look deep into these lores to find out the similarities so they can base it around while the tribe will be more willing to fight this creature, then I immediately get the fuck out of there. Because it's something that they would understand just from its, you know, its ability to hunt, the way it interacts with nature. It's not something out completely out of normal, like, uh, say, a ghost or a full alien creature that's similar to the xenomorphs would be. It it's similar to them. That's why I was really interested in the movie because, at a certain point, the hunter, the predators are just a hunter people that were able to figure out how to make spaceships and nuclear technology. Other than that, they would still be out there trying to find the biggest game on their planet so they can present to their war chief so they can move up in their society. And to see that those two societies that are very similar crash, uh, clash in that regard, I think to have that backdrop of both the mythology and the history, as well as adding the, the really cool violent and sci-fi elements, really helps the film feel more justified in what it's doing. The uh, reason I made the Lone Ranger joke earlier was I didn't feel in this film that it was actually taking advantage or being exploited of the indigenous culture that it was based off of. No, um, did y'all get the feeling of that or at all? Not, yeah, no, not at all, not at all. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just more of like the sense of survival that the movie kind of like just just took at, and even, and I think that's what the whole. I think for me too, like you said, I think that's the whole premise of the Predator, and it makes sense with the. Like with the with the culture that they're using and against or whatever, because the predator does do a lot of things where he takes uh, he takes bones, he rips out spines and takes them as you know pieces and things like that. Remember the, the second predator, they had pieces of bones and relics and shit like that and different uh uh warrior fucking shit too. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think one they pride themselves on survival. They pride themselves on being warriors. And I think a lot of this movie is what it was like supposed to depict. When they start beating that girl ass, they would be that you talking about, yeah, they was treating her like girl couldn't do shit, but they sure gave her ass a, a, a motherfucking beatdown on some motherfucking Def Jam Vendetta 2 type shit. <laughs> like when the dude, scene, they would be the dude pushed yeah, her into the, the fist of the other down. guy. <laughs> Yeah. That show was my favorite. They gave her the red special. All right, you can leave. And then you weren't looking at. She got out with his ass too, though. She wasn't. Yeah, no she did. His ass hey, don't fuck with indigenous women, man. They they be looking all feminine and pretty and shit. And then you know you got a blade to your throat. You realizing why she got that teardrop tattoo? It's not because she wants to have aesthetics. I feel. I feel. I feel. Uh, I feel appreciation for the movie too. Even mm -hmm. 
kind of hold off on uh uh what what made her be a badass you know what i'm saying like it wasn't the fact like sometimes when you step into movies like this where somebody's trying to prove they selfish shit you know they kind of like fuck up a lot you know what i'm saying and with with, with this character naru uh, which y'all gotta stop calling her Aubrey Plaza, man. Hey, leave Aubrey alone. <laughs> but but uh, with this character Naru, so it shows that she was a different type of thinker, a different type of survivalist. But it also showed that she had enough training. And if you go ahead and put it in the field right now, and I think right that that speaks for like you know just uh, just the indigenous people, how how much they pride themselves on being a warrior. So I appreciate that part of the movie. Did you, uh, did either of you think that the beginning of it, because uh, some people say that it starts off kind of slow and that some of the dialogue is kind of clunky, like the whole stuff with them, you know, being sexist towards her. Did you all think that it was kind of clunky or kind of forced or the, the, the beginning of it started a little bit slow? I, I don't I don't think it was even being sexist towards her, man, to be honest. I think they was just kind of letting her know, like, you were a little bit too young. Like, I don't know. That's that's what I got from it. Like, on some, you know what I'm saying, you, you're a little bit too young. Because a lot of them were older. Uh, a lot of men I noticed were older. Uh, even, like, the closest dude that was to her, he was a little bit older or whatever. Uh, so I got that. Like, I didn't get a sexist vibe from it. Because hmm. the way they beat ass, that wasn't no sexist shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. For some reason, I, know, I maybe God just did, but I... I didn't get any like sexist vibes from her. I just felt like they was treating her like, oh, you're still a kid. You ain't ready for this type of pressure. You ain't ready for this type of war type shit. Honestly, uh, at first when I first saw it, I was like, oh well, here of course so you got to add like the, oh the girls can't do what males do to be the driving force. But honestly, when you see the her interaction with her brother and the other uh, the other tribal members that aren't really have too much heavy speaking role besides the ones that have to be the bully, of course. Uh, they do allow her to participate in which are traditionally male roles, and that's something that happened a lot in indigenous communities. Uh, in my community, uh, as the Seminole, uh, Seminole Tribe of Florida, we didn't really have too much in terms of gender equality. We did have it in terms of like equal distribution of wealth and respect between the two genders, but in terms of uh, fem- uh, uh, women or women uh, people that identify as feminine would do stuff that were masculine. Sometimes it will be explained in the the, the the idea of the two spirits. Like we all have a, some people embody more of the more di- more of the dual of people, so they can experience both the feminine and the male. That sometimes drives them to be more of a hunter, more of a, a farmer, more of stuff that's more of a masculine type of idea in our culture. But it's not unheard of of indigenous women to be part of the hunting crew or doing all that stuff, especially when you got a. It looked like the band was only like 35 to 40 people tops at the most. Mm-hmm. So when, when you have a uh, like a small family like that or a small tribe, uh, everyone expects to do their part. And it seems like she comes from a family of hunters. So there's a legacy to that. And that's why I think her brother was really pushing her to be more ready until she actually done the hunt. Uh, maybe there was some sexism because, you know, sometimes guys are just sexist. But I got the more vibe to the tribe's idea of the, the way the tribe reacted to it. And the way they were trying to explain it, especially as mo- her mom, it was more like, hey, this is not what you think of it. Your idea of it is some kid shit. This is really preparing you to be able to survive out there because it's not you go out there and hunt a rabbit, come home and bring it to us. 
this is we're gonna expect you to if something happens to us as a people, you can survive on your own out there, and no one has to worry about that part of of you being out there on your own. And when they really drive that home with her experiences before we get up to the final clash, her again stuck in the uh the loose sands, trying to mm-hmm. get out the tar pit. Then you got her trying to hunt the rabbits and learn how she doesn't have a really good quick, a uh, really good uh aim, but she's good at doing multiple throws at the same time. So she learns how to use a rope so she can keep throwing it and catch more rabbits or at least get more swings to catch the fucker. So she's learning how to be more of a survival type. And honestly, I think that's in the, in the first half the main reason you don't see the Punisher mess with... Well, not the Punisher, goddammit. The Predator <laughs> uh, mess with her because he essentially is looking for his equal. And in her, she's... One, I think I got the... Uh, the uh, I got the vibe that this was a youngling. So a young Predator trying to earn his helmet. And try to earn its uh, earn its actual like gear that the predators earn. That makes sense because look how they dropped his ass off. Yeah, they just dropped his ass off like a fucking uh, U.S. Navy boot camp. And he was like, "Good luck." Right, and he was looking at the ship like, <laughs> like they was like, "All right, motherfucker, see you later." You know. What so I'm it, what you saw was a clash of two people from two different hunts of cultures trying to earn their stripes and their peoples. Mm. And I think that was like. The main point here was to show the honor system because he didn't kill her right away when she got caught in the bear trap. Mm-mm. He let her let alone. That's what made her realize, hey, if we just act like we're not a threat, he's gonna kill all these Frenchmen, and we could maybe get a chance to escape. Yeah, because he, he definitely he definitely went for the bed. And even before that, he he scans. Uh, he would he would scan who he want. You know what I'm saying? Like he would scan who he want, and he would go at him. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think when he, when the uh, tiger or whatever was chasing the uh, the rabbit or whatever, and he went after the tiger or whatever, he scanned the tiger, seeing that he was fast, and you know what I'm saying? Like he made because he seen maybe he had his pheromones and shit. Because you know they check temperatures too. You know, so you know that could be you know part of it too. I'm not sure how temperature will work in like how you try. You know, a predator is trying to get his prey, but he would check temperature too. And I'm pretty sure, like a lot of the heat signatures and shit, when the when the predator does that in all the movies, I'm pretty sure it's like maybe trying to test, like it's showing, like, oh well, you know, this motherfucker is brave, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, he's not his his breathing is scared, he's scared, but it's like it's not he's not scared of of me. He's still like embracing, like getting ready for to to battle and shit like that. And I think with the girl, he's seen a lot of her being just afraid and being like purely afraid, you know what I'm saying? And not really kind of standing. Being prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not standing up to him. So like he just looked at that like just helpless. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck yeah. with that. I'm not going to. But he, shit, he damn near hardly didn't even fuck with the, with the tribe until they did something to him, to be honest with him. Now he fucked with the Frenchmen because they had pistols. But. Even with the tribe, he wasn't even trying to really fuck with them too much until the until they fucking was doing shit to him. Mm. So yeah, he fucked them up, to be honest. Yeah. He fucked all uh, them up. Did fuck, bro, it... that one dude lost them legs so quick. Uh, <laughs> did any of you guys see the movie in the native language of the tribe or no? I did. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it in the Kamachi language. Yeah, yeah, mm. I watched it in the Kamachi language. Uh, but it's still it was a dub though. So I don't. I think they were already. They were speaking English. It was just dubbed over. I mean, I don't know, guys. Did you see it in, in the Comanche? Uh, didn't get a chance to see it in the the Comanche language. I saw it on uh on uh my own personal way of watching movies. 
because my <clears throat> brother ain't paying for Hulu. So I got the version that I got, and the one I got at the first half really did do the indigenous language, and then it went, all right, fuck that. We got American on here. We got to do English. Nah, this movie going to bomb. We're already risking it with a whole native cast. Come on now. I'm going to tell you right now, don't, don't, don't do the Comanche language all the way, because when they get to the French shit, they don't even, they don't even translate that French shit. They just still saying French. You would have had mm. subtitles. Oh, they do that in the regular movie, too. Oh, they, they, don't, trans, they don't translate the French. Oh, okay, so why do they not translate the French? Even though I know the French ain't that damn important, but god damn. I think the reason they uh, translate the French were to show the, uh, the fear of not knowing. To like exaggerate the fact that there's a another creature out here that they have no idea what's going on, they have no way to communicate with it. Mm-hmm. And but there's also other hostile groups out here that are also don't speak the same language. So it was the show that the fact that she's terrified. That's why when the the other French dude that actually does know the convention language actually can uh calm her down and get some type of dialogue out of her. But I think that was really just to show like how you would be in that situation of like not understanding another another language that is honestly threatening you and your siblings' life at that point. Yeah, yeah, because they definitely was out there for their ass too. <laughs> they yeah. definitely was out there. I think the uh, action in this uh, in this shit was pretty. Oh my, my, my I'm just gonna say, I think oh. the action in this, this shit is pretty. Um, it's pretty well done, man. Um, to to me, uh, now is it a lot of it going on? It's a fair amount. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a fair amount of action and shit like that. But I feel like a lot of the action, like scenes and everything that they did it with. Uh, for them to use like so much of just limited space of just being outside and things like that, I think like the action and shit was very well like put together. You know what I'm saying? From the bear fight, you know, to the fucking uh, him, him uh, killing the whole little tribe, him killing all the uh, the Frenchmen and shit. Even the last fight, I, I mean, the last fight I think is the best fight with him and the girl. And I was. I was really, really surprised with the last fight being the best fight. Those last two fights are the best fights when the girl, when Naru fights the Frenchman. Uh, and, and in that scene right there, I don't know if y'all noticed, but it's one cut. There's one cut in the, in the beginning. And then the rest of that, it's like all shot. Uh, it's one it's one take. Uh, that whole, whole choreography with her fighting the Frenchman is like all one take after like one cut. It's like one cut in the very beginning of it. I think that's when she like flips into it or some shit. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, hey, hey, thank you. Hey, Cookie, that's fine. Bye. Uh, give you give them a shout out. Shoot, uh, shoot, uh, your shoot. audio is uh, messing up. Is it messing up on your intro? Yeah, yeah, you sound a little fuzzy. I sound, yeah. I sound. Uh, yeah, you got fuzzy looking fucking up your mic right now, though. Uh, how do I sound now? No. You sound like someone yeah. talking to me through a fan. It might be a little grounded issue. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on, play with it a little. A little bit. Yeah, wiggle it sometimes. Shake it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this. Hold on, stop. Right there. Stop. Right there? Talk. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. Yeah, you're back. Okay. Um, yeah, so Koki. Koki gave uh, Chill, gave you a shout out there, Chill. Uh, D-Nice, okay. 12.05. He said he just literally just finished Prey. How'd you like it? Uh, D-Nice. Terry Thompson, thank you for the lurk. Uh, D-Nice also said definitely was being sexist. Told her they need to. they need food and other stuff. Um, yeah, but that's also something in uh, indigenous communities you say to young people too, because mm. young people don't go out to hunt. They cook the food, prepare uh, prepare the home stuff, so they go clean shit. That's what the role of the children are to do in the in the tribal society. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm I saying. Keep... I didn't get the vibe. I got told like, "Hey, you still a little kid? Get back to your place." Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I got. Like she was just too young, and she looked young as shit. 
Because, yeah. I mean, you know how old is she supposed to be in this movie? She's supposed to be maybe like 16, 17 or something. Maybe. Uh, they usually send them out like 15, 16 back in those days. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, the well, she's she more than definitely had her first period already. She's got to be close to being a woman. They don't they don't let kids out there. Okay. Ugh. Um, some people were saying so. The dialogue of the movie. Did you think it was too modern? Some people were saying that that the dialogue was. Well, yeah, I, I thought there was modern. Like, I, again, that's why I made the joke earlier. Like, hey guys, this is a native cast. We can't do the fucking convention language the whole time. There's no there's no Kevin Costner here to save us. All right. So <laughs> you, we're gonna have to speak plain modern American English for people to really understand our character dialogue and our, to have that interaction. And so we don't add another level to like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie, man. I want to watch subtitles Predators. Because, you know, as much as that sounds ignorant, there are some moviegoers that are kind of like ignorant with that when it comes to subtitle stuff. You know, it's changed nowadays because more moviegoers have matured and I've noticed that even in mainstream films. But uh, let's be honest, for if you're trying to be like what a, it is, a Hulu premiere, and really try to draw in that audience base to justify maybe even a sequel, you're not going to have them talk convention the whole time. Maybe that's something, if it this is a really big hit, maybe they'll fix that in the sequel, because if it's the same writer and producers and people who worked on this film to a certain degree, mm. they already have such a high respect for the culture. I'm pretty sure they would knock it out the park if they had to hold the whole movie actually embracing the indigenous community or whatever community they do next in terms of uh, their interaction with the uh, Predator legacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As long as they don't do no no stupid shit like they did with the last Predator movie, where it was just a fucking even I don't know. It's I, I liked Prey, man. It's sad. I, I like Prey, and then when I seen the eighty seven Predator Day, I don't know. It kind of like made me not appreciate that more than I appreciated Prey. I appreciated Prey a little bit more. In the I don't know. It was just a little bit too cartoony for the on the first one a little bit. To, you know what I'm saying compared to this one, and I, I feel like I appreciated it more, and, and and the tension was a little bit more there with prey, uh, uh, with with like just the shit that was going on. Well, you got a guy with a Gatling gun. Like, there's can't really be too much tension when the motherfucker just lit up the whole forest. Yeah, pretty much, and yeah, and they just yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like. <laughs> Well, that's a '90s movie. I mean, that's an '80s movie, but it's just it's just weird shit that goes goes on in that shit. Like editing wise, it's wild. Uh, but um, as far as like the acting and everything, yeah, it's the only thing was it, it was pretty stiff. I think just that's just all Predator movies, man. I don't think they really give a fuck about character to be be honest. And I don't, I don't even think they even tried to really. Uh, 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 really put any worth into the character uh, personalities. I think they just more so cared about them being who they are and we're going to show how they survive throughout the movie. And this is going to be the main premise of the movie, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, What about her brother? Did you like her brother in the movie? I think besides the character of Noir, uh, Noiru, uh, her brother gets a lot of good screen time. Uh, how did you feel about him? Uh, who's played by Dakota Beavers? Tabby is his name. He, he was he was to me personally he was cliche, just to serve. When he died, we can be like, oh damn, he died. That's that's how I felt like he was. He was just really one of those cliche characters that we we're supposed to stick with him. He's supposed to say the prominent shit. He's supposed to be the one that's with the protagonist and giving them the the encouragement and shit like that and. Then at the end, he just loses his life. Now, at least he lost his life. You know, he gave that motherfucker some go, but yeah. it still felt like the cliche character. 
Uh, Ganja? Honestly, I, I kind of have to agree with that. Uh, one of the things that I didn't really like about her brother character, he kind of came off as the stoic Indian figure again. Uh, if I would have, let's say this movie was done with a different type of uh, idea put forward, with the same kind of setting, he would have been the character's Tonto. He would have been the character that taught the the white man how to fight the predator in an indigenous way, like, oh, when the great spirits were told me you would fight a great demon of the West one day or some bullshit like that. And he'd be the guy that sacrifices him so the character could get the final kill. Uh, the only reason it's not really that standout-ish stand on it is because it's bouncing off an actual another indigenous character that has done more grounded and not based in a lot of those stereotypes. Uh, particularly because she's a woman and we, outside of, you know, the squad getting kidnapped, you don't really see indigenous women in uh, mainstream media, especially Hollywood, being done in a strong role. So to see the the, the differences, it, it really is just a set piece to keep the story going. And it's for you to have your, honestly, your sexy Indian fetish get satisfied, you know? That that was for the women there, you know? They, they like the idea of the skinny Indian dude on the horse riding out to the sunset. Then they run to my people who are built like Samoans and they're confused. Mm. Let's bring let's bring back the uh let's bring back if y'all want some, some motherfuckers let's bring back motherfuckers that uh y'all remember like motherfuckers and like uh aliens and shit like that like aliens two uh or oh, was it aliens three which one was she shaved her head I think it was oh three. aliens three yeah yeah aliens three yeah remember they used to have the characters in the nineties that just didn't give a fuck what the fucking monster was but they just gonna throw hands with them for some reason like Charles <laughs> Esten. Let's bring back them fucking characters. They just didn't give a fuck. They just throw themselves into the fucking monster thinking they really finna go toe-to-toe with them, but the monster just gonna fuck them up. <laughs> Let's bring that shit back. I think the the brother, I think he went out in a cool way, though. I mean, his fight scene with the Predator I thought was really good. Uh, shooting mm-hmm. the arrow, then grabbing the arrow back out of the body, then shooting it again. I thought that was really well done. I thought the way they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought so. I think he, at least he went out in a great way. Um, I could see your your point about him being a little bit cliche there. Um, you know, to feel sympathy at the end there. Um, so is so. What are the, some of the big negatives for you with the movie? Uh, yeah, mo- mostly. I mean, mostly the character, but shit, the movie is not that long, so it, it moves. It moves at a nice little, I wouldn't say quick pace, but it moves at a solid pace where you don't have to really sit with them too too much or whatever. So you really, they kind of establish like, okay, this is what they do. This is how they get out. But now don't you want to see that go against the Predator? So the movie is good at building that intention up of, uh, man, I'm ready to see these two motherfuckers go at it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but besides that, I think the the uh, a low point was uh, just not yeah development. I think development was was a big thing. Um, cinematography was okay uh, in this in this film. Uh, I felt like some of the action shots were a little bit like too close. You know what I'm saying? At times, on some fucking uh, Dark Knight, the first one and shit, like on that. You just see hands moving, and then it cuts out and shit. And but some some scenes were shot where it was just like made, it gave it some space, so you could see things go around. But I don't think like even though like I said, a lot of action was good, but I don't think it was shot with with like I don't think it was just looking as cool uh, in some scenes. You know what I'm saying? But I think it more so relied on the tone of it 
or whatever besides just the, the the camera work so you know just the yeah just the the character development and the camera work was just a little bit you know and the camera work just a few points off because it was just it wasn't nothing too special about the camera work to be honest with you hmm. did you think the cgi looked bad it personally, I thought at certain elements it did. It, it did get that like cartoony, like video game trailerish going there. Uh, like what you see with the World of Warcraft trailers when they put a lot of money towards it. But other than that, the action flow still had like a really good rhythm to it. The way he would go and attack these different human characters or even animal characters, I felt like there was actually blows being uh, hit on the CGI. I felt like there was real damage being done. It didn't feel like. A lot of times CGI, it feels like they're fighting clay characters, uh, especially when the human humans are actually going after it because it's not there. Or they got like a target thing that they're hitting at that's supposed to represent where the Predator's standing. But the the flow of it, how, they, how the, the choreography is, it's very smooth in a way. It, it looks like he's hunting throughout the film and killing all the different types of uh, targets that come up one by one that he wants to go after. Uh, and I think the scene where he kills the indigenous uh, hunters in the first half I think that is the first time that you see that really they push the animation. Because there, there's a point where he kills one of the dudes, uh, kind of throws him up in the air and slices him and then stabs him into a tree. But mm. if, you, if you're not paying attention right there, you'll miss the fact that he cut off his legs. But as soon as you look there, they kept all the digital effects. He's bleeding and all that. So there's a really great attention to detail for when the action happens and make sure you know what the damage happened from this predator pretty much pulling out almost all these futuristic gadgets and just being a vicious kill animal in its own right. Yeah. And I think, and I think too, some of the fan service will probably annoy, annoy motherfuckers, you know, but I mean, to be honest, what fan service does predator really have? At least they didn't do get to the Mustang. That too. Yeah. But what's the, what's the real fan service that the predator franchise has is like, you always got to show you the scene where both parties are repairing each other. You know, saying for their wounds and their scratches and their battle scars, mm. and uh, let's see, they always got to show him ripping spines and shit like that. You know, so uh, I, I don't have no problem with that, but I can see how some people would, and how some of this like is a little bit because there's probably way more other little details in here that have something to do with all the other Predator movies, and yeah. I can kind of tell that it, it is like fan servicey. In the midst of trying to fucking tell this tell this indigenous story, and I think that's where it, it lacks a little bit when it tries to do that fan service shit, and it doesn't you know go into detail or go into certain things about the story that it could have went into besides doing these you know stopping duties fucking scenes and shit like that. Did you kind of roll your eyes when they said like if it bleeds we can kill it? Did you kind of roll your eyes at them? No, because I can I can I can see a motherfucker. Uh, just thinking that way, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's the seven, the 1791. You know what I'm saying. Look, it did. It yeah. Uh, no, actually, no. I take that back. Cause yeah, you looking at a motherfucker that can like disappear and shit like that. You can clearly tell this is not human. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Let me take that back. I don't think a motherfucker in 1791 be saying some shit like that. And if they is, they're a tough motherfucker. And which they should have just made the site the first one then. Get a motherfucking group of fucking tough indigenous people. Just fucking big brooding motherfuckers that's all working out and shit. Just get a whole bunch of them motherfuckers. Oh, no. Predator would have had a different hard time if that motherfucker ended up in fucking Hawaii. 
or <laughs> da- down there in the South America, he would have had a nice fun chance to run for his money. And that's the thing too. They they didn't they uh, I, they didn't do my premise, which was like just give the predator a hard time. You know what I'm saying? And him kind of learning his ways. I think that would been that would have served a little bit better as like a story development. Uh, but they kind of kept to the roots on this predator man. It's it's they kept to the roots of what it is. It's it's, it's uh, a hunter and a hunted, and you know how it flips itself on its ear type of thing, which is what all the movies are based off of, besides the last one. But yeah, uh, but you know. I'll i I'll definitely have to agree. That was one thing I was I was also hoping for was a more of like a uh, a dual learning. Like as she got better, he got better. So when the clash finally happened, it was really two equals. Rather than her just coming from a lower standpoint to match a character that was OP from the beginning, but besides that, I think uh, I think this is a great film. Honestly, I had a good time. Uh, what did you gentlemen think? Do you think it's uh, better? Yeah, man. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask Gondra. Do you think it's better than Predator eighty seven? Mm. I I'm biased towards it. I might say yes, but then again, I did watch it like uh, two weeks ago with the uh, chat tag after hours. Uh, if y'all want to check that out, that's our Discord. We go hang out and watch movies and shit. And that was one of the movies that came up, and it it has a special place in my heart. It's one of like it's one of those first like real action movies that a lot of the kids in my generation got to watch with their parents, or even snuck it with an uncle or cousin. And it's Arnold at his best. Like literally, we're we're at the peak of Arnold at this point. And there's a lot of cultural stuff that I think goes into that movie that gives it such a nostalgic feel for me that it's hard for me to give this one. But merits off its own. Uh, chill has a point. This one definitely has a lot more going on for its own individual story than the first one. Mostly because it has the symptom of being the first one. So they didn't really know what they were doing with the lore of the story, how this character or the aliens interact with the world. But other than that, it, I feel like this one's more of a solid movie, though. I, I was, You know what I thought they was going to do? I thought they was going to connect this to, because in the first one, uh, what is the uh, other indigenous the other indigenous character? What's his name in there? In the first I'm trying one? to remember. Billy. Uh, yeah. You said what was his name? Billy. 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 Yeah. His name was Billy. Oh yeah, God, you can tell that was the 80s. They didn't even try to. Get... <laughs> but I thought that. So I just seen 87 today for the first time, and uh, I thought that maybe like. Billy was going to be the one where, you know, because I thought that maybe they were doing this movie because in that movie, Billy said, like, yeah, my tribe. Uh, I, I thought he would say, like, my tribe has heard something like this before. You know, it's, it's it's been a, you know, he tells all these, like, you know, these little tales or something. Maybe I missed it. But I thought it was, I thought it was playing off of that because it was in the past. But I, I guess it wasn't. Like, I thought he was he was a descendant of Naru's, you know. Like try, try to be, like, a connection? Yeah, yeah. I thought he I was get a, you. Yeah, a descendant of, like, Naru's tribe or something like that. That would have been dope, but shit, in the, 80, in the 87 movie, they don't even write none of that shit in there. He just, he's just a regular, like, indigenous person <laughs> that's, like, you know, about his traditions and shit. He's just there to add mysticism to the fucking Predator, which I'm glad they didn't do with this one. They didn't at all. Yeah, they didn't at all. They they didn't. That's one thing that they didn't do. They didn't stop to kind of look at like, oh well, what what type of? It was like they was more so like, man, we gotta kill this motherfucker. Like, 
you know what I'm saying? We got to stop him now. I don't think they barely even went back to their tribe after they even seen him. You know what I'm saying? To, to show that he was a threat. Even when I seen the movie, though, when I was watching the movie, I was like, dude, this predator, there's no way they're going to be able to kill this predator with stabs and bows. So one thing that does let me down with that is that this predator is super fucking OP. And for them to take him out with, with wooden staffs and bows and shit like that, we got to kind of, I don't know, establish like a line with the damage that the predator can take. Like, he mm. can't really take uh, guns, but he can take, like, get stabbed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where, where he took a whole spear through the body. <laughs> took a whole spear through the body, like, you know, but he can't take pistols. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we got to kind of, they got to kind of, I don't know, fix that a little bit about the Predator. Hmm. We'll be your that was one thing that's always kind of been the issue with the Predator. And, uh, especially when they always do, like, uh, try to make him, like, the a culture's, like, boogeyman, which they sometimes yeah. do. Like, they did that in the second one with the whole, like, uh, Haitian uh, gangster explaining his origin and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's something that I think makes the character flaw because then he gets the powers of Jason, but mm-hmm. then you can still pop him in the head. And he 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 goes down like he's what I'm missing. He can't really fight that good. Like it, it don't balance out. So yeah, there's definitely got to be some kind of agreement in the writers' room of like <laughs> how much can he get fucked up, right? You know, and how strong is he? Because when we see him and he when he, we actually see him use his strength was against that bear. Mm-hmm. He literally just hits that bell one time. He stands up. He gets a nice little stance going. And he just sideswiped that bell. And so you can tell, okay, if he's sideswiping a bell, killing the bell with one hit, then we got to like kind of like establish like how a human can fucking like beat this motherfucker. It's just like what we're going through with the MCU right now. All these new MCU dudes is cool. I don't see Moon Knight being just as cold as any other motherfucker out there and can take on a big motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I, I just don't like I just don't see that, man. Like I just don't see like he killed the fucking bear with his fucking hand. How the fuck is human supposed to fucking like kill that? So some of that, like I said, the action was done good, but some of that shit with this with 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 just the physicality shit. Ah man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought they was gonna be like that. What, the one that just do blocking his spear hit with the butt, with the staff. Like man, he this bitch punched a bear. He gonna break through that shit. I I do love that the that the um that that the, the predator had the god of war um uh uh, uh shield, shield and shit. That shit was oh. hard. That oh. shit was hard. I love that. I love that weapon on. Him. They should give him that weapon every damn near every fucking move. But it was like just like shit like that. He had shit like that where it was like, yeah, it wasn't as advanced where it was made with like the steel or something like that, but it shows shit where, yeah, okay, he can get penetrated, but like if his strength is that strong, like how can a human really fuck around and really take him out? So I thought they was gonna really be taking him out with a lot more traps than I did, you know, the way that they were kind of fighting him head up in this shit. Hmm. Did you like the big trap at the end, designed by Naru? Yeah. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! When she had him in the little pit and shit like that, and then the the shit reflect uh not reflected, but it just hit him off of that. Hell yeah! But 
see, that's what I thought they, they was going to kind of do the whole film. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she was already established to be intuitive and to think under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Which is what she did. So I thought they was just going to be kind of doing that the whole film and shit like that. But she was, shit, she was down there getting down with him. She was jumping on his head and shit and fucking him up, stabbing him. Yeah, at one point she was choking his ass like, can he be choked out? Right. <laughs> she about to jump and hunt this motherfucker. Exactly. Like a motherfucker like that, he should be able to just swing his body and, and swing her off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. something that you establish with with these like bad guys where it's like, okay, how the fuck like we're gonna expect these people to beat him. So how the fuck are they really gonna be able to beat him in real life? This motherfucker would not he would go probably go through that whole tribe if all of them don't use ingenuity. Or intuitiveness, you know what I'm saying? Understandable. That's actually one thing I was kind of disappointed. In. I, I like the final kill, but I really wanted to be that throughout the film. Like I was hoping uh, she would use the bear trap against him. She mm. would uh, use more of the environment. Hell, I thought uh, the bear was going to come back to him or play like a kind of like an environmental danger and shit for the predator. But it kind of stuck to the traditional roots of predator, where he's the badass up until the character realizes what they got to do to handle the situation. Uh, usually after a loved one dies. But, you know, I thought this was done well. If it hit all the beats to beats, this motherfucker was in sync with the rhythm. It was. It's very... I, I feel like this this film is very entertaining. Uh, and it's, it's definitely uh, different. And it's definitely innovative, man. And it takes you back to 2. Like, I, I, I say people don't like 2 like that. I think 2. I like 2. And I like this one. I think these two are the ones. And now the, the other one with, with uh, Brody... I haven't seen, but yeah, besides like all the ones that I've seen, yeah, the 2010 one with Brody, but besides all the ones that I have seen, like, yeah, this one, the second one, uh, and the first one is still good too, but, I, you know, the first one didn't really give me too much, to be honest with you. Uh, it, it just gave you Arnold. If you fuck with Arnold, like, you'll, you'll fuck with this, but you'll fuck with that one, but yeah, this one I think gave me a little bit more it gave me something to work with, and I feel I, I appreciated the world that it was set in, just like how the second one was. Mm. And what would your rating be? Uh, streaming, man, definitely streaming. Uh, I would give it a tune in, but uh, definitely stream it. I would say a middle stream it because uh, then you know you got the people that love the franchise, and then you have the people that. Just want to see a good action movie, and if you want to sit down and see a good action movie, especially one that you can see at your crib, man, I definitely give it like a medium, medium to close to high streaming. Hmm. And then Ganja, what will be your final thoughts on rating? Honestly, if it was in movie theaters, I say go see that shit in theaters. But if you want to have a good time and check out a quick, like it's a quick movie too. It's only an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So you, you got time to kill. Let's say you're about to catch a, a ride somewhere, about to go to a to a, an event, and you just want to burn the time and enjoy yourself before you head out, get yourself in the right mood. This will be a fun little film to get you right, put your happy mood, give you some expensive stuff, and hell, and if you got nothing to talk about where you go to, talk about the movie. So I, honestly, I enjoyed it. I just go see it. Uh, what is your uh, rating system for uh, when you really like something? So, I, so, uh, so our highest rating is This Is Cinema. That's our highest rating. 
Then we do a tune in. Um, then we vary from like you do strong or low or middle kind of highish tune. I'll in. give it a tune in because uh, I can't okay. say this is cinema. This is definitely a popcorn film, so definitely tune in and enjoy yourself. Mm, okay. Definitely, definitely. Uh, this definitely a little little joy. You take a little chick to or something. She gonna like the gore. She, uh, not even the gore, but she gonna like the death scenes. I think the action is phonetic enough for motherfuckers to really fuck with. So it's definitely for something to take a little chick to go see for real, for real, to be honest with you. Because, you know, it's one thing uh, I would say this. If a man trying to take a chick on a date and you know you want to go see Predator, this is a good joint to go see Predator with a chick because, you know, chicks love to see other chicks, like, be badass and shit. So even when they're not badass. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, that was Prey. <laughs>